8.47. Let's get to this week's quotes. Jacko's Vet salutes. Quote-unquote, good morning, Alex. Good morning to you. And this is my last appearance on your show today, so we'll finish up with a big extra double-plus unquote at the end of the show. Right, well, we'll look out for that, and thank you, uh, Jacko, for all your efforts. Well, thanks to you, and uh, thanks, of course, to our producer our previous producer, our audio engineer, our writers, and all of our wonderful fans and listeners out there who uh, listen to us every week doing our quotes. Well, the spring season begins on Monday. As I mentioned earlier, we've got plenty to look forward to. But, Jacko, you've still got a full complement of quotes for us today. Always full of compliments. (laughs) And it begins with the U.S., beginning that THAAD deployment here in South Korea. That's right. And what does THAAD stand for? Terminal High Altitude Area Defense. I've said it a million times. There we go. I'm sure everyone knows by now, yes. So deployment of U.S. that anti-missile defense system here has begun with two missile launches and other equipment arriving here on Monday night this week. And a a Korean defense ministry official, declining to be named, said, quote, work to deploy THAAD has begun. South Korea and the United States will deploy the system at the earliest possible date. We cannot confirm exactly when the deployment will be completed because of security concerns, unquote. Now, it's interesting. It sounds like a very official statement, but the official declined to be named. So it's almost like an unofficial statement or something. It, but as you know, it's very typical of the local media coverage that we get this uh, two-track Yes. You know, you've got the official briefings and then you've got all the unofficial briefings and sometimes it doesn't seem obvious why they're anonymous. No, it doesn't. Exactly. Here's a case of that. Now, we've got uh, US Forces Korea Commander General Vincent K. Brooks, who I had the pleasure of meeting at the Amcham Ball recently. He said, quote, the timely deployment of the THAAD system by US Pacific Command and the Secretary of Defense gives my command great confidence in the support we will receive when we ask for reinforcements or advanced capabilities, unquote. So he's obviously happy with it. Yeah, the US perspective on THAAD has been interesting because they've been sitting and watching what China's been doing to South Korea and threatening to do. And uh, I've got one further quote from Senator Mm -hmm. John McCain. Unfortunately, yet predictably, China responded to the arrival of Thaad with vague threats against the United States and South Korea. In recent months, China has waged a campaign of diplomatic bullying and economic coercion against South Korea in an attempt to stop the deployment of Thaad. Um, He went on, but the reality is that this missile defense system is only necessary because China has aided and abetted North Korea for decades. Not mincing his words. No, he's not. He's putting the uh, responsibility fairly and squarely in the uh, the, ball, the court of, uh, of China, isn't he? We'll see what uh, the US might do down the line to actually protect South Korea if the squeeze goes on. Let's uh, talk more on the North Korea side, though. Uh, those missile launches that we saw recently, the United Nations has responded. Yes, in a statement on Tuesday, the United Nations Security Council deplored the missile launches, saying that, quote, such activities contribute to the Democratic People's Republic of Korea's development of nuclear weapons delivery systems and increased tension in the region and beyond, as well as the risk of a regional arms race. The members of the Security Council further regretted that the DPRK is diverting resources to the pursuit of ballistic missiles while its citizens have great unmet needs, unquote. Now, the interesting thing is, this has uh, been quoted widely in the media, but I couldn't find the statement or anything like it on the UNSC's official website, uh, only through news outlets. So it makes me wonder how journalists get these documents before they end up on the UNSC web- website. 
Yeah, and well, certainly the uh, the foreign ministry here was revealing a, a fair bit about this, but as you said, uh, it it didn't come through the channels that uh, sometimes these statements come through. Right. Um, and it came this week uh, after... Uh, Hwang Kyo-an and Donald Trump spoke on the phone within minutes, really, of North Korea's yeah. missile launches. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't wasting any time. Acting President Huang and US President Trump spoke over the phone on Tuesday condemning the North's ballistic missile launches. We have a quote from a press release uh, from the acting president's office. Quote, Huang said North Korea's nuclear weapons are a direct threat to both South Korea and the US, adding the two countries should bolster their deterrence forces. In response, Trump said he agreed, adding the US government has supported and will support South Korea 100%, unquote. Well, also getting a lot of attention. I mentioned this briefly earlier in the show, but it's probably a quote worth remembering. Um, the US ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, mm. saying that North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is not a rational person. The US will not be seeking talks with him. So Donald Trump no. not going down that route, it seems. Wow, so no hamburgers in the White House. That's ex almost exactly what I said earlier you in the show. You can quote me on Jacko. that. <laughs> um, great minds and all that, Jacko. Now let's... Uh -huh. uh, reflect briefly uh, on the political situation here. You talked about acting president before. I wonder how long Huang Kyo-an will have to act in that role. Yes, Of course, uh, if the Constitutional Court tomorrow decides to reinstate Park Geun-hye, then uh, it'll all be over it'll his all reign. Be over. That's right. I'm not sure how likely that is. Uh, the, the whole presidential election build-up has very much started, regardless yes. of whether it's within 61 days from today or towards the end of the year. Kim Jong-in, uh, a heavyweight yes. um, has been anyway on the Democratic Party side, but he's vowed to quit the party. Yeah, now when someone didn't, uh, states publicly that they're going to quit a political party or any kind of organisation, how long do you think they should have to leave? Well, I suppose it depends on what terms they're leaving. Yes, yeah, so, well, it doesn't seem like very happy terms here. So Kim Jong-un, who was once the interim head of the Minju Party of Korea, who seems to have been unhappy there for quite some time, uh, in fact, I thought he'd already left until this week, but it turns out he's still there and he is in fact a lawmaker in the National Assembly for the party. So this week he announced that he intended to leave, but he didn't say when, which means that he gets to continue to draw a National Assemblyman's salary until such time as he does actually quit the party uh, because, you know, he was uh, elected as a, uh, what do you call it, um what that? Propor proportional proportional uh, representative. representative, exactly. Right. So the second he quits the party, he also loses his seat in the National Assembly. Now, Kim said to reporters, quote, I will announce soon when I will leave. I'm thinking about what to do after the court's ruling on the impeachment of President Park geun unquote. Now, I suspect that his motivation is less financial, though, and more about political timing. And indeed, he's mentioned the impeachment decision there. That will surely force his hand. Oh, I agree with you, but I just wonder why the party doesn't just, you know, force his hand and say, listen, you're leaving this week or, uh, you know... Mm. And, and, well, the announcement comes uh, at a time when everybody's paying attention to local politics. Yes. Um, you've got uh, further domestic yes, political it's, developments. It's a follow-on in direct connection to our previous story. Son Hak Gyu, once a member of the Democratic Party, forerunner of the Minju Party of Korea, and a man who has, in 2014, he announced his retirement from politics completely. Now he's talking about revamping the reformers together with Kim Jong-in as soon as he leaves the party that he's currently in. So, uh, Son Hak Yu said on NBC Radio on Wednesday, together with Mr. Kim, quote, together with Mr. Kim, I will form the core of the People's Party, so let's create an alliance and coalition of forces for reform and beat Mr. Moon, unquote. There is that sense 
that's very much alive. Several figures, Kim Jong-in, Son Ak-yu, a yep. couple of others, but at some point they're all going to rally behind one of them. And we might well see those numbers in the polls shift a little. Yes, but I always thought that the People's Party was Ahn Chol Su's to, uh, to run for the election. I, I think it's so wide open. In, in, I mean, because they were even talking about Ban Ki-moon joining the, the People's Party at one point recently. Yeah, Obviously, he stepped out of the race altogether. But yeah, I, right. I think that indicates they're not 100% sure about Anshelsu's chances. Now, Sonakyo, I did mention that he, he quit politics in 2014. People said that he's got poor timing. Uh, he's announced his policies this week, the same week that that deployment begins. So no one's really interested in them right now. One final quote. All right, well, anyone who knows more than zero about Korean pop music knows that the entertainment world is controlled by several big agencies like SM, YG, and JYP. Now the Korean Fair Trade Commission has announced that it is looking into unfair contracts, what some people call slave contracts. An official from the FTC said, quote, We began to inspect the unfair contracts last December as more teenagers hope to become entertainers amid the growing popularity of TV audition shows. We expect the inspection will enhance the rights of trainees and establish a custom of fair agreements, unquote. Hopefully their rights will be protected going forward. And for one... Final time, Jacko's vet salute, this week's quotes. Unquote, unquote. He gave us the double, as promised, but the show goes on, not just for us tomorrow morning at uh, 7.05, but Careerscape with Kurdation coming up next. <laughs>